I'm still often accused by critics that I in some way or another continue to justify apartheid or separate development as we later prefer to call it. It is true that in my younger years I defended separate development as I never liked the word apartheid. I did so when I was a member of parliament and I did so as I became a member of cabinet. Afterwards, on many occasions, I apologized for the pain and the indignity that apartheid has brought to persons, to persons of color in South Africa. Many believed me, but others didn't. Therefore, let me today, in this last message, repeat. I, without qualification, apologize for the pain and the hurt and the indignity and the damage that apartheid has done to black, brown, and Indians in South Africa. I do so not only in my capacity as the former leader of the National Party, but also as an individual. Allow me in this last message to share with you the fact that since the early 80s, my views changed completely. It was as if I had a conversion. And in my heart of hearts, realized that apartheid was wrong. I realized that we had arrived at a place which was morally unjustifiable. And that was the voice of the late F.W. de Klerk speaking at his home in Cape Town. Meanwhile, President Cyril Ramaphosa, speaking outside Parliament yesterday following the midterm budget policy statement, described the passing of de Klerk as a sad moment. We are saddened that F.W. de Klerk has passed away. He was 85 years old and had not been well for some time. It saddens us because he did play a key role in ushering in democracy in our country. He was a leader of a, a party that was largely discredited in relation to the role that the National Party played in enforcing apartheid. But he had the courage to step away from the path that his party that he led had embarked upon from 1948. And we will remember him for that. And that was President Cyril Ramaphosa speaking outside Parliament yesterday. For further reaction to the clerk's passing, we're now joined on the line by author Lucanio Kalata, the son of Fort Kalata, one of the Craddock Four. Uh, to refresh your memory, the Craddock Four were a group of four anti-apartheid activists from a town named Craddock in the Eastern Cape who were abducted and murdered by South African security police in June 1985. Lukanya, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to First Take SA on SAFM. Thank you, sir, for the opportunity. Now, the Fort Kalata Foundation has for years been pursuing justice not only for your father but also the other three activists. Do you share the same sentiments as those expressed by the President, Sil Ramaphosa, over the passing of F.W. the Clark? 
No, not at all. Um, you know, for us, we will continue to remember De Kerk for who and what he truly was when he was alive. We will continue to remember De Kerk as the man that sat in on meetings of the State Security Council that uh, discussed uh, a um, possible murders of Fort Kalata and Messi Goniwe. And ultimately, the man who sat in on a very crucial meeting on the 10th of June, uh, where they discussed the, the military signal that called for the permanent removal from society of Fort Kalat, Meti Goniwe, and uh, Mulelo Goniwe. They were then killed a few days ago. We will remember De Clark as the man that ordered a raid into a house in North Crest in Mtata that killed uh, five children. Uh, among them were twins from Utatumpendulu. Uh, that's who we will remember the clerk as. We will not be powered into remember him into something that he was not. Mm-hmm. Let us not come and rewrite history now that the clerk is dead, and let's remember him for who and what he was when he was alive. In July this year, the Fort Kalata Foundation filed a high court application in an attempt to compel the NPA to pronounce whether or not it will prosecute known suspects in the murders of the Craddock Four. How far along is that process at the moment? Well, the NPA has tried with everything in its power to try and delay and, and obfuscate and drag its feet and all of those kinds of things. Fortunately, we were able to write to the judge president in Gauteng and to ask him to manage our case for us, which the judge duly obliged. So the NPA has had, uh, you know, for the past six weeks or so, it had no option but to report to uh, Justice Mlambo. And about two weeks ago, the NPA told us that they will give us a decision on whether or not they're going to prosecute the now 15 remaining suspects in the murders of the Credo Four, they will give us that decision by the 2nd of December. Um, unfortunately, the clerk will no longer be part of those suspects because obviously now he's died. But someone like Adrian Flock is still alive and he should be prosecuted. Uh, someone like Craig Williamson is still alive and he should be prosecuted. Someone like Yoffo van der Westeisen. Uh, Baron Duplessis, they are still alive and they should be prosecuted for the murders of the Credit Four. So we're hoping that uh, this instance of the Clerk's death, the the NPA would see that and see that unless they start acting very quickly, all of the suspects in the Credit Four case will die and we cannot afford that.